Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is the imminent military takeover of the United States. I've got a couple of things that make me believe that this is real close. We're going to cover those. But something that has been in my heart now for about a week is that I have to call everyone to pray. I'd like to be able to tell you that God has sent an angel and told me that the fall of America is imminent. Of course, I don't want that to come. But I can't. I can't say I've had a dream or a vision or an audible voice or anything. I can just tell you in here, I feel there's an urgency to pray. I don't know exactly why, but I believe this is the reason. I think that perhaps now more than any time in maybe the last 20 years, maybe going back further than that, it is urgent, urgent, urgent that we pray. Now, I'm going to tell you why I think that there's some good reasons that the imminent military takeover of America may be in progress. Or, as Dimitri said, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Same thing. So let's go on to why. HowTurnerRadioShow.com, October 28th headline. Two, U.S. Seawolf fast attack subs show up at San Diego and receive top-secret cargoes, and deport depart port without the crew disembarking. In other words, they picked up some secret cargo. He goes on to say an astonishing thing took place recently involving two United States fast-attack submarines, and what happened is an ominous sign that real trouble in the Pacific is much closer than any of us have been told. Now, I don't know what they picked up, and neither do you. I don't know why they picked it up, and neither do you. But since we take a look at the things that are happening in the real world, and then we take a look at Bible prophecy first, and then we take a look at what God's prophets and holy servants have been told, if we look at both of them, we say, hmm, could it be that they are getting ready to do this imminent military choke over the United States, or, as Dimitri was told, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. Could it be that this is preparing for a just-in-case? Could it be that they're really loading up the submarines with something very big and very powerful, obviously, since it's about to say that they put a cover over what was being loaded onto the submarines. Obviously, they don't want the enemies to know. So we have to assume something big is up. Now, since we're looking for the internal revolution, since we're looking for tanks to roll into Washington, D.C., into the Supreme Court, the White House, and the Capitol, since those are the things we're looking for, then we have to say, okay, well, maybe this is nothing. Maybe it's nothing. But if it's nothing, why'd they cover it up? If it's nothing, why didn't they let the crew disembark and have a little liberty? They picked up something that is urgent, urgent for the situation as is. Let's go on and read. On October 20, the USS Jimmy Carter, the single most advanced, the single most advanced nuclear propelled submarine in the U.S. Navy. Okay, this is, this is nothing small popped up near San Diego and he headed into port. Once it was placed at dock, two tugboats, the crew did not disembark. Instead, the tarps, now look at this, the tarps 
were placed along the entire dock to prevent anyone from seeing what was taking place. Material handling equipment with fork trucks went out onto the dock and straight job trucks with concealed, I want you to look at this, concealed cargo headed out. Okay, I'm glad to see that they're hiding something from our enemy because it seems like America doesn't have any more secrets. If it's not the Chinese, it's the Russians or somebody else, it seems like everybody has our secrets. But at the same time, I have to wonder, in that we see so many other things going on that puts our nation in peril, we have to raise an eyebrow. We have to say, okay, is this because something big like maybe an internal revolution is about to start? I hope not. I pray not. Matter of fact, that's why I'm asking people to pray. Whatever the trucks were carrying was apparently loaded into the submarine. The trucks and the material handling equipment then departed the dock. Tarps were taken down, and the submarine was pulled away from the dock by the same two tugboats and sent immediately back to sea. But that's not the end of the story. Three days ago, on October 25th, okay, as in five days later, another submarine from the same class, USS Seawolf, this is the lead boat in the class, popped up just outside San Diego, just like the USS Jimmy Carter five days earlier, was brought to dock, two tugboats, entire operation, same thing repeated. Same thing, crews didn't get off. Okay, maybe it's nothing. Maybe they just needed extra lunch. Or maybe it is something. Hang on, there's more. It is worth noting that both these submarines are normally based in Washington State, but travel from San Diego to Washington would almost add a full day of travel time, and apparently whatever needed to be done in those submarines needed to be done fast, fast enough that travel time all the way back up to Washington was going to take too long. So instead, they did it right there in San Diego. He says his former colleagues told me that, th- that things are taking place, things are taking place, things are taking place in the Western Pacific Ocean that are far more serious than anything the general public is being told. Perhaps this is America saying, put your dukes up. We're ready to go to war. And you better leave us alone because we're about to take over the United States. Could it be that the military is about to say, We're about to do something, and you best not try anything. You best not get involved. Could it be, you know that the the top people, they were watching. They saw those tarps cover the submarines, and they can guess what's going into them. Now, I don't know, and you don't know. But when we look at the prophecies, we have to say, hmm, let's go on. He says the American public is quite likely to be blindsided by what's coming. Nah, well, all but the prophecy students, because Amos 3.7 says, Surely the Lord God would do nothing except he revealeth his secret to his servants, the prophets. So those things that God is doing, God is telling his prophets. Let's go on. He says, They also told me that what was to be loaded onto the submarines, none of them would want to be a sailor on any adversary ship anywhere. Whatever it is, it's really big, perhaps even a game changer. Now, I covered this in yesterday's broadcast for you that caught those. However, there is even more. This just in today. October 19th, headline, Agents Intercept a Clone Delivery Truck Trying to Smuggle Eight Individuals. Remember, I've been saying that when you get these people coming over, 
and they're wearing camouflage, I don't think that they're coming in to look for a job. And it's not just a bunch of women bringing in their children, trying to find a place to live or a job either. I have to wonder, since we're looking at the fall of America will start with an internal revolution, since we have Jack Rigney says he saw tanks roll into Washington, D.C., since uh, Terry, uh, <clears throat> Terry Bennett was told that there's going to be a military takeover, and for a while, the leadership of the country will come down to the state level because the military takes over. So in light of that, I have to suspect that there are people that the cabal is sending in that all they have to do is arm them. And they're ready to go out and do sabotage, blow up things, cut lines, break dams, who knows how bad it can get. Which is why I, I feel strongly in here. Okay, Not here, not here, but in my heart, I feel strongly. My brothers and sisters, we must pray for our nation. I don't know what's coming, but I know that if we don't pray, it could be very, very bad. He goes on to say, a seized clone delivery truck and arrested a U.S. citizen accused of transporting eight undocumented individuals, in other words, illegals. Skipping on down, he says, all adult Mexican nationals were taken into custody. And the part I didn't highlight, highlight here, the driver was trying to make off as just a delivery driver. And, of course, they said, well, you wouldn't mind if we search it? And he said no. And when they opened up the doors, lo and behold, eight military-aged men. Oh, well, maybe they're just looking for a job, but maybe they're not. Maybe they're looking for a job okay to carry an AK-47 and go kill Americans. So in light of all of this, we have to ask ourselves what's really coming. I, uh, I encourage you to send this out to a friend. Why? Because when all of this starts coming, to pass, you can't go to your friend and say, yeah, yeah, well, I could, I could have told you the tank's going to roll into Washington, D.C. I could have told you that there's about to be an internal revolution. Yeah, right. Sure you did. Okay. But if you send it to them, even if they don't look at it, or even if they look at it, and they make fun of it. Nevertheless, you send it to them. So when this stuff comes to pass, and I believe Dimitri sitting on the electric chair twice, they couldn't kill him. He sent to America I think that that's confirmation enough. This is really from God. It's really going to come to pass. And several other times the angels told him absolutely positively this is going to come to pass. So if you'll send it to a friend now, again, even if they don't watch it, then when it comes to pass, you can call them. You remember I told No, I don't remember you. Yeah, oh, here's the email. Check it out. I send it to you on this day at this time. Pull it up. Well, lo and behold, you did tell me. Then all of a sudden, they're ready to listen to the rest of the things that you have. So it's very important that you send it out to them now. Dimitri Dudeman did not just speak at the Prophecy Club. For some 10 years, he traveled all across America at just about any church and any radio or TV station have him. He was telling his testimony. Well, I'm about to show you a clip from one of those other churches. And I want you to notice what he says. He says it was not Gorbachev or Reagan that tore down the Berlin Wall. He says it was the prayers of the saints that tore down the Berlin Wall between the East and West Germany. Now, the point is, our prayers are very, very powerful. 
I'm asking people to pray on their face four times a day for four days, asking for 40 more years. Okay, fine. We may not get 40 years. But if we don't ask for 40 years, we're sure not going to get four more years. We have to pray. My brothers and sisters, it's extremely important right now that we pray for our nation, pray for our leadership. Here's Dimitri Dudeman. Listen carefully to what he says. And my belief is that something will soon start against the Christians. Because Lucifer was trying to take revenge on Christians so hard. In my personal belief, you know, I hope that this dream doesn't come to pass. But my belief is that, you know, the wickedness in the world, all the wicked people in the government will begin to persecute the church. And they will come against the church of God so strongly. But we should not fear. Because the one that is within us is stronger than the one that is in the world. Amen? Now, brothers, I would like to tell you of my great joy. I know many of you have prayed year after year. I would hear prayers by American people, Lord, tear down the Iron Curtain. And many times, you know, I heard that Gorbachev and Bush and Reagan tore down the Iron Curtain. Do you believe the same? No, brothers. It's not true, brothers. It was your prayers and the prayers of all the Christian people. That was what made God tear down the Iron Curtain. And it was God that did it. With that in mind, let me point out just how important it is that we are in the right place. Yes, I appreciate you listening and supporting Prophecy Club, Spirit of Prophecy Church. But at the end of the day, it's most important that we're doing what God wants us to do. One of the things that I picked up from the Sevenfold Miracle Crusades when Pastor Massey spoke, he said three things that bring a Christian into a closer relationship with God, a closer relationship so that our prayers get answered, we get blessed. I mean, because one of these days, we're going to be in a jam. One of these days, we're going to find ourselves sick. Maybe it's in a hospital. Maybe we find ourselves in an ambulance. And that's not the time to find God. The time to find God is when you don't need him. What he said is the three most important things that we can have to get close to God is make certain that our giving is right. And I'm not trying to take an offering here. I'm teaching. Our giving is right. Our prayers are right. And our fasting is right. Here's an example. So the situation was this. Jesus had come to take the gospel to his people, the Jews, but they refused, the Bible says. And so when he decided to take it from the Jews and give it to the Gentiles, he had to look for a man. I looked for a man that was correct in his giving, his prayers, and his fasting, and that man was called Cornelius. Here's the story. I'll let you read all of it, but I'm just going to tell you the, the skinny on it. Okay, so... He chose Cornelius because he gave much alms, that's giving. His giving was right to the people. He prayed to God always. So his giving was right. His prayers were right. And he said, this is the angel talking to him that visited him. He said, your prayers and your giving have come up for a memorial before God. If we want our prayers 
to be answered. If there's going to be a time, brothers and sisters, that you've got a, a mom, dad, brother, sister, maybe yourself, in desperate trouble, and you're needing an answer from God. Maybe you're needing healing. Maybe you need to know a direction to go, but you are really needing an answer. That's not the time to say, oh, well, I guess I'll, I'll give some, I'll pray some, or I'll fast some. The time to do the giving and the fasting and the prayer is now, before that emergency time comes up. This is what was happening with Cornelius. His giving, his fasting, his prayer was right. So God chose him to take the gospel from the Gentiles and introduce it into, excuse me, from the Jews and introduce it into the Gentiles. Here's the rest of the story. So Cornelius, for four days, had been fasting. I want you to notice, how, how long, how long? Four days, he'd been fasting. What am I asking people to do? I'm asking people to get on their face four times a day to pray for four days, asking for 40 more years. Okay, fine, we might not get 40 years, but we better be asking for it. I was fasting until this hour. At the ninth hour, I prayed in my house. And behold, a man, in other words, an angel, stood before him in bright clothing. And he said, Cornelius, your prayer, his prayer was right, is heard in your alms, your giving is right, and your remembrance is in the sight of God. So as a result, he allowed him to be the one to be blessed by taking the gospel to the Gentiles. He was the door to take the gospel to all of us. Without Cornelius, without his giving, without his fasting, without his prayer, we might not have heard the name Jesus. Now, what I'm asking you to do, is to pray on our face four times a day for four days, begging for 40 more years. I'm asking you to pray, and I'm asking you to start Halloween night. Now, I'm making this uh, broadcast uh, Monday at 4 o'clock. So the fasting already started last night, Halloween night, Sunday night at midnight. But it's okay. If you hadn't heard about it, I'm still asking you to join in and pray and fast as much as you possibly can. Um. Uh, I'm asking you that there will be no solid food. Don't hurt yourself. Take your meds. You can still do juice and coffee and things like that. So the days I'm asking for the fasting started midnight Sunday night, and it concludes at 4 p.m. Thursday. No solid food. Don't hurt yourself. Take your meds, coffee, juice. That's All of that's okay. Here's why. Here's where we get the idea for this. January the 15th. Notice the date. That's important. January the 15th. Leslie was given a dream. She says, I walked into a massive room so large I couldn't see the walls on either side. The room was filled with people. They were turned, tuned in to what I was about to instruct them to do. No one was speaking. They were only watching me. They had serious looks on their faces, very intent on the moment. Before I walked into this enormous room, I instructed four people to walk in with large golden poles about 10 foot tall. On each of the top poles was a banner. And on each of the poles, there were words written on the banners. At the front of the massive room, now, essentially, this is a dream. God is telling us, and he spoke to my wife, telling us the secret to get our prayers answered for our nation. This is, this is the secret. This is the formula. This is the key to open the door. At the front of the massive room was what looked like an altar, a railing across the front of the room. It was not low to the ground. It was around three to four foot high. I instructed the first person with the banner to go to the far left side facing the audience. The other three followed me and stood to the left. I instructed the first person, raise the banner. 
He raised it up and it said, pray on your face. Okay, so that's where we get the first thing. Pray on your face. I was instructed by each person in the room to fall on their face now. And I said, humble yourself to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So that's the second thing. We have to humble ourselves. That means we have to pray on our face. Also, as Pastor Massey taught in the last Sevenfold Miracle Crusades, he said, humbling yourself is fasting. Humbling yourself is fasting. That's what we're doing. I then instructed the second person to raise the banner high in the ear, which said, pray for yourself, family, and your loved ones. We can't pray on our face without humbling ourselves. We must humble ourselves. We can't pray on our face. We can't attack the devil without making certain that we have God's protection. Now, here's the way I pray every morning. I don't have this all written up. Probably should. Perhaps this will be in tomorrow's. But I say, Lord, I ask you to forgive our sins, sins of our family, sins on Prophecy Club, the church, prophetic oil, our ministries and supporters. We put on our full arm of God, the helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, loins of the truth, and feet of the gospel. We pick up the shield of faith and sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We ask you to place your ministry in protecting guardian angels all around us, our family, our finances, and possessions, so that no harm or evil would befall us. We plead the blood of Jesus over a body, soul, spirit, mind, subconscious, subliminal areas, and all communications coming to, from, around, and concerning us. Now, with our sins forgiven, our full armor of God put on, the, uh, the, the, the plead, plead the blood of Jesus and the angels put round about us. With those things, then I begin to pray against the devil. That's what we must do here. That's what she's saying. Pray for yourself, your family, your loved ones. Pray for their protection. Now, with that in mind, now we go to fighting the devil. She goes on to say, I instructed them. It is important to cover yourself and loved ones in prayer first before praying for others and especially going into battle with the devil because this is a spiritual battle. That is being manifested in the flesh. We must pray in the heavenlies, releasing the angels of the Lord to go and battle against the evil forces that are attacking us on our country. Now, we did that, but I'm impressed. We must do it again. We must do it right now, right now, right now. I instructed the third person to my right to raise the third banner, which stated, pray for the president, DJT. I said the battle can be won. That's good news. The battle can be won. I don't think we lost the battle. I think we got the victory on that battle. But there's another battle. There's a battle right now. I said the battle can, battle can be won, but we must pray for DJT and for that presidency now on our faces. The fourth person with the tall 10-foot pole, which said, pray for four more years. Again, I don't think we lost that battle. I think we won that battle. But hang on. We're in another battle. We must unite as Christians. It does not matter the level of our maturity and our walk with Jesus. We see and know the battle is here. We must not cover our faces in the sheets. We must not turn our heads to ignore. We must realize that the future, the future is up to us. The future is up to us if we unite and pray. Now, she gives some very important instructions here of what not to do. And sad to say, a lot of us, you know, including myself, we tend to pray like this. We can't, we, we, matter of fact, even Sunday morning, 
I turned to Leslie and I, I started saying negative phrases about America. She said, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't let it come out of your mouth. You must. It's, it's what we say out of our mouth, brothers and sisters. That's what we get. Now, she says, you must not say it is up to the Lord and what he will do. It is not. It is up to us because he does what comes up. Look, he gave us power over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall hurt us. He gave us the powers. What comes, what we say out of our mouth. We must not say, oh, it's by faith and not really mean the words that we're speaking. In other words, when we say, give us more, 40 more years, we must believe it. Okay. We must not say, oh, it's over. Therefore, we'll just wait for another four years. We just wait for the next thing. We must not say that. We must speak positives into the heavenlies. Speak it out into the air. We must not say, well, the prophet said this, but we must speak the words back into the spiritual realm to fill the atmosphere in the heavenlies to defeat the evil, the host of Satan, trying to take over our lives and our nation. It's what we say, not what the devil says. It's what we say that counts. Pray that righteousness wins and evil is defeated. Pray these four days. And we did. And now I'm asking people to pray once again the same way. I'm asking for four more years to ask for 40 more years. You know what I'm saying? Can't exactly explain you what I'm saying. So I'm asking people to pray for 40 more years for our nation. Ask the Lord to mold us as we pray for the next four days, asking for Four more years for DJT to get 40 more years for America to seek after holiness and righteousness so our prayers will be heard and answered. I understood from the dream that we can, we can, we can, we can, we can, we can have the victory if we pray on our faces as often as we can for at least four days and receive four more years for DJT to receive 40 more years for America. I feel it's important we pray more. Now, there's more to be said here. Right now, perhaps some of you remember this. I'm going to tie this together. 1997, this is a picture of what happened in Australia. The Australian government asked the people, the Australians, to turn in their guns. Guess what they did? As you can see, they did it. 1997, they turned in all of their guns. And what happened? They were all destroyed. Now, why do we have guns? Why, so we can go beat deer hunting? No, we have them so that evil can't walk all over us. So evil can't just kill us easily. Now, here's what's happening in Australia right now. Headline, Australian military being trained to force the anti-V in door-to-door attacks. It goes on to say, This video, and I watched the video, but I'm not going to put it on here. They take us off. I put it on there. Video from Australia reports members of the armed forces are being trained to go door-to-door and forcibly give the anti-V to every person in the country at gunpoint, forcibly causing them to take the anti-V. The military is also being trained to chase anyone that is running or trying to escape into the nearby woods, chase them down, grab them at gunpoint. Why? Because they don't have any means of protecting themselves. Well, let me just say, the weapons of our warfare are not guns. They're mighty through God, the bullying of the hand of strongholds, loosing the angels to do warfare. 
our prayer, our power is in a fasted prayer on our knees. This is why I'm asking you, my brothers and sisters, look, if a person doesn't believe America's in trouble, they're not going to do this. If they are looking for a pre-trib rapture to come and save them, they're not going to pray like this. Only us folks that really understand what's going on. We're the only ones. So if you're listening to Prophecy Club, even on an occasional basis, I'm calling you. I am calling you to get on your face with me four times a day for four days, asking for 40 more years. Four, four, four. By the way, she had that dream at four in the morning. (laughs) Not just an accident. Let's go on. Next headline. Australia seizing bank accounts of the people that refuse the anti-V. I'll read it again. Australia seizing bank accounts of the people that refuse the anti-V. It goes on to say, Premier of the state of Victoria in Australia has begun seizing money from bank accounts of people and allegedly telling them that they can get their money back if they get the anti-V. This is what the mark of the beast looks like. And this is getting very close to forcing it. This is not this. Okay, The anti-V is not the mark of the beast. I'll say it again. The anti-V is not the mark of the beast. I'll say it again. The anti-V is not the mark of the beast. This is the mark of the beast. But based upon how the anti-V is being forced on us, I had one of our dearest couples come up to me after church Sunday. And guess what he says? He says his large company that pays him very well is forcing him to get the anti-V. By November the 24th, if he doesn't have the anti-V, he loses his job. See, this is this is not the mark of the beast, but it is a short step from it. If they can get people to take the anti-V, they'll take this too. That is, unless they understand what this is and what are the consequences. So I feel very important that I cover the consequences for you. Again, I'm asking you to send this video out to your friends. You got to send it to them. You got to send it to them. This is not about keeping them as a friend. This is about saving their soul. So the picture on the left of the yellow, we have two people that have seen this in dreams. That's the mark of the beast. And the one on the right saw exactly the same thing, except she said she thought it was red, not yellow. It doesn't make any difference what the color is. But we're going to be able to spot it when we see it. This may be what it looks like, where it is located. This also is the number of his name. He causeth all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their forehead or in the right hand, and no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Now, we know what the mark is. This is the mark, okay? We do not know his name, but we do know the number. This is a hidden 666 in a spiral. Perhaps in the next week or so, I'll show you more I have on this. It's pretty shocking stuff. But here's what you need to know. Revelation 14, 9. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast or his image, and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God that is poured out without mixture, means that they're going to get the worst of the worst of the worst, worst, worst that God can possibly pour out. In other words, those people taking the mark are tormented eternally. They're tossed into the, the lake that burns with fire and brimstone with the beast, the false prophet, and a thousand years later, Lucifer joins them. 
There is no hope of escape. There is no exit plan. He goes on to say, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he should be tormented with a fire and brimstone. Tormented means pain that is unbearable. Tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night, who worship the beast in his image, and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. In other words, they don't get soul death. Revelation 20.10 says, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are. That happens at the end of the thousand-year millennium. Revelation 20.14 says, Those not in the book of life get soul death. In other words, if they have not received Jesus, they get soul death. Here it is. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death, or soul death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. In other words, if someone dies and they haven't received Jesus, they're tossed into the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, and they get soul death. Obadiah one nine says, they shall be as though they had not been. Uh, here it is, one sixteen. They shall be as though they had not been. Jesus speaking says, fear him which is able to destroy both body and soul in hell. Meaning, there is... A soul death. Now, <laughs> you might be thinking, soul death, that's good. Yes, that's good compared to not getting it. If you take the mark of the beast or the number of his name or worship the beast or his image, you do not get soul death. You're tossed into the lake of fire and brimstone for all eternity. Tormented. Now, here's the number of the beast. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand or in their forehead. And then no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Now, that's three things. The mark, his name, his number. Here's wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man whose number is six hundred, three score, and six. And that's what that mark of the beast is. So, there are two things that we must not bow the knee to. We must not bow the knee, knee to the worship the beast or his image. We must not take his mark, his name, or his number. We do that, and we are tormented eternally with no hope of escape. Let me cover also briefly the prophecy of the two cows. In essence, it's saying that there are seven years of plenty coming, which started September 25th of 2014. Then it also says there's seven years of famine coming, started September 6, 2021, meaning there's a great deal of trouble right around the corner, my brothers and sisters, and we must fast and pray. Now, we're going to put a link down below, and you can click on that link, and it'll take you over to where you can download the 444 prayer. That's what I'm calling it for short, 444, praying on our face four times a day for four days, praying for 40 more years. The 444 prayer Click on the link below and you can download and be praying the same prayer. We're praying four times a day on our face for four, four days, asking for 40 more years. We can do this. We can do this. This internal revolution can lead to exactly what Dimitri was told. And unless we pray, that's the direction it's heading. And it may be here in a couple of years, maybe shorter. But on the other hand, God is no respecter of persons. What he's done for one nation, he'll do for another. He gave Nineveh 40 more years. If we fast and pray like Nineveh, 
we can get 40 more years too. I don't know how much longer, but I'm praying for more time. We've got to ask for 40 years. Go to the link down there, click on it, download it, and join us in this fasting and this prayer. These days, emergency food is mostly sold out, but HeavensHarvest.com has all sorts of emergency supplies and food in stock. Their food comes in square stackable buckets, breakfast, entree, protein, fruits and vegetables. I recommend you have at least 12 months of food for each person in your family. Receive a free box of heirloom seeds when you enter the promo code STAN at HeavensHarvest.com. Promo code STAN. The good news is EMP Shield has devices the military testing facility says protect 100% against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges, backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. View simple video installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV. You can have electricity in a blackout. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card and it helps your prophecy club. Terry Sock is a prophecy student, and he reads his King James Bible, and he believes in winning souls so much he is supporting the Prophecy Club so that we can win more souls. So if you want to support someone that loves prophecy and wants to win souls, I'm going to send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com where you can get all sorts of precious metals, gold, silver, rhodium, palladium, and things like that. cornerstoneassetmetals.com Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.